I suppose that everyone has told a lie sometime in their life, maybe except George Washington. But even that story about George and the cherry tree was when he was a kid. That was before he got married. I bet he never used that line, I cannot tell a lie on Martha. And if he did, do you really think she believed him? George, you used that line on your father when you chopped down that apple tree and you got away with it. But it won't work with me. Now, where were you last night until 2 a.m.? Out with your old Continental Army buddies drinking again? I better not hear that Benjamin Franklin was there because that man is a womanizer. Do you hear me, George? Yes, Martha, I hear you. Everyone for five miles away can hear you. Why don't you talk louder? Because I don't think the people in New Jersey heard you. Being president, Martha, is hard. I'm inventing this job from scratch, you know, and it takes a lot of time. I was just working late, Martha. Believe me. And it was a cherry tree that I chopped down, Martha. A cherry tree. How many times have I told you it was a cherry tree? Now, I have a friend who swears that telling lies to a woman is perfectly okay. It doesn't count, he says. Women expect men to lie. He's trying to figure out how to pay for his third divorce now, and he's rethinking his position. There are some liars we like because they're funny or because their lies are so engaging or even sinister. Some of my favorites are George Costanza from Seinfeld, who seemed to be always changing or inventing jobs. What was he really doing? How about Creed Bratton from The Office or Lady Olena Terrell from Game of Thrones? or Ron Draper from Mad Men. These are entertaining liars, but they aren't real people. Good liars can be very entertaining. Look at Bill Clinton. But in the history of liars, and over the years there have been a lot of very big liars, have you ever heard so many people in the media having fits over a few little exaggerations from the president? They've never forgotten it when he said that his inauguration crowd was the biggest in history they still get the vapors when they talk about it. Knowing the president, after more than three years in office and watching him as he baits the media and they fall for it every time, is it possible that he just says these things to make them crazy? He knows how much they hate him. He knows they'll never be fair to him. Why shouldn't he take advantage of their hatred and rage and bait them? They hate it when he calls them fake news or makes fun of them or asks them to do their homework before they ask a question. And he keeps doing it because he knows they hate it. You see, the media thought that he was Gerald Ford or George Bush or George Bush or John McCain or Mitt Romney. They thought he'd take the high road, turn the other cheek, ignore their hatred and let them get away with saying or writing anything. That's what Republicans are supposed to do. Ignore everything and move on. And be nice. Always be nice. And never call them out. I can see why people on the left like it when Republicans don't respond when they lie about them or call them dumb or criticize them irrationally. But I've never understood why Republicans seem to like that strategy. And that turn-the-other-cheek mentality is what cost Mitt Romney the White House. What?
makes them look good to turn the other cheek. You're above the lies and the snarky questions and comments and opinion pieces. It sets a good example. You look as fake and phony as the media when you ignore it. I've never understood why Republicans never fought back. There are plenty of times in life when you should avoid confrontation, where it makes no sense to do it. But in politics, when you ignore the lies, it makes you look like you agree with them or that your position is weak if you don't call them out. It's human to call them out. You look weak when you don't stand up for yourself or your ideas. Ideas are everything in politics. And when you don't defend yourself or your ideas, you lose the argument and you get nothing done. The public won't support you because if you won't support yourself, then why should they? I like it when President Trump defends himself and his ideas and calls out the media as fake. I celebrate it because he's the first Republican president to do it. I know even Republicans wish that he would tone it down sometimes. But please don't ask him to stop defending himself altogether. Do you think the media and the Democrats are going to stop saying some of the outrageous things they say if President Trump is nicer to them? Do you think Nancy Pelosi will stop saying that he has blood on his hands? Do you think they'll stop saying that he's killing the planet because he dropped out of the Paris Climate Agreement? Will they stop calling him racist or homophobic? Will they stop saying he wants to control our borders because he hates Mexicans or Guatemalans or people from El Salvador? No, they won't stop saying those things. And they won't stop making fun of his looks or anything else about him. And they won't stop criticizing his wife and even his young son. There's a name for this range. It's called Trump Derangement Syndrome. It's caused not by a virus, but by an all-consuming lust for power. He's in power, and they want it. He's kept his promises, and they hate that, too. He's appointed two conservatives to the Supreme Court. He's cut taxes and gotten rid of a lot of terrible rules and regulations. The economy was great, at least before the coronavirus crisis. The wall was being built, and our military defense is much stronger. He's negotiated better trade deals. Unemployment was lower than it ever was, and wages were rising. The left hates that because they know they could never do any of those things. They've tried anything and everything to get rid of him, to get him out of office. Their hatred is breathtaking and frightening. Their favorite theme seems to be that he's a serial liar. He lies all the time. They say it incessantly, once again, trying to say it so many times that we'll not only take it seriously, but we'll throw him out of office. He can't be trusted. Not ever. Remember, with Ronald Reagan it was that he was dumb. He's senile. With Nixon it was that he was a liar. Well, I guess he was that, and not a very good one at that. They hated both of the Bushes and tried to paint them as liars and fools. And they never fought back, never raised their voices. They were statesmen. But Trump is different. He fights back and he fights hard. He seems to enjoy the battle. The media and the left aren't used to that. He calls Nancy Pelosi weak and incompetent and says that she doesn't care about the American people. He calls the media fake and dishonest and they're enraged. 
They keep calling him a liar, and he keeps calling them out. They twist his words and say that he means one thing when he knows he means something else, and they lose credibility. They write lists of his so-called lies. NBC makes a list, and the number one lie of the president is that he says the Ukraine tried to help Hillary Clinton get elected. NBC says the president lied about that. It's number one, the biggest lie of all time. But wait, other sources back the president, even Politico, which is no friend to him. NBC also says that he lied when he said that it was corrupt for Joe Biden's son to make money by consulting in the Ukraine. Even Hunter Biden said the natural gas company Burisma probably wouldn't have hired him if his last name wasn't Biden. Maybe NBC doesn't think that was corrupt. But if it was Donald Trump's son, it would have been impeachable. NBC says that it was a huge lie when the president said the Mueller report exonerated him totally. Only the left would say that. If it didn't exonerate him, why wasn't he impeached? CNN then published a piece saying that the president told a huge lie when he said tariffs are working. They quoted several economists to say the same thing. But there are even more economists who agree with the president. CNN is also enraged that the president said the whistleblower in the Ukrainian hoax was not telling the truth and that he was a political operative trying to bring down the president. Can anyone actually say with a straight face that this person was a real whistleblower? And CNN also says that President Obama never separated families at the Mexican border, only President Trump. Really? If you examine these supposed lies, they're not lies, they're political disagreements. These are political issues that they're calling lies. There are two sides to these issues, but if you disagree with the left, you're a liar. Yes, President Trump will sometimes overstate things, but calling these political disagreement lies is silly. And the media never talks about the lies from the left, and there are plenty of them to report about. So many, I can't even begin to tell you about all of them. Did Bill Clinton ever lie? How about Barack Obama, who brought lying to a whole new art form? Did Lyndon Johnson ever lie? There's no real point in going over all of the lies from the left, starting with, I did not have sex with that woman, to, if you like your doctor, you can keep him, or shovel-ready jobs, or the economy is getting better. The fact is, politicians lie. But that's not really the point. In the case of President Trump, the left exaggerates everything he says and does for political reasons. They can't call him dumb because he isn't. So they say he lies. They said President Reagan was dumb, and Gerald Ford too, and the first President Bush was a liar and dumb, and the second President Bush was dumb and a liar too. But they love Jimmy Carter, an honest and caring president. And they love Bill Clinton, a brilliant and charming leader of impeccable character. And of course, Barack Obama, the perfect president. There's never been a bad Democratic president, has there? And never a good Republican president. The trouble with President Trump is that, in the first place, he wasn't supposed to be elected. It was Hillary's turn. And President Obama left the country in a perfect place. 
So why would anyone vote for a Republican? How could the press not report on all of the failures and the incompetence of the Obama administration? Never mind reporting about it, just admitting the failures and incompetence would have been a step in the right direction. Maybe it wouldn't have been such a shock when Trump got elected if they had just looked objectively at Obama. And the fact that Trump has kept his promises makes things even worse. So the press can keep wailing about the president and they can try to rewrite history and try to convince people that the coronavirus crisis is all his fault. But that probably won't work. And he's probably going to get reelected. And the left and the media will once again ignore the facts and try to say it's because the voters are dumb and didn't listen to them. The question I have is simple. Is there a single Republican anywhere in America that the left and the media wouldn't attack? I can't think of any. They tried to destroy John McCain and Mitt Romney, and neither of them even raised their voices during the campaign. They were in a statesman mode because they thought the media would leave them alone if they just kept quiet and didn't offend anyone. That didn't work out very well, did it? The left and the press will never give a Republican an even break, no matter who it is. Trump is getting the same treatment any Republican would get. The difference is that he's fighting back, and we like it. Trump is a liar? So what? What would you call the next Republican candidate? Dumb? A liar? A crook? They'll come up with something, but we aren't listening to you anymore, so say what you want. You have no credibility. You say that we shouldn't believe anything that we read on the Internet, and we know that we can't listen to anything you say, so where does that leave us? I guess we have to pay attention and watch the candidates and listen to them and make up our own minds. And you really hate that idea, don't you? Because if we make up our own minds, we'll probably vote against anyone that you support. I guess your parents never told you that your lies only hurt you. And if they did tell you that, you never listened. But your lies have ruined journalism. Was that your intent? I doubt it. And now all we have left is a mostly corrupt media because of all your lies. What a shame. We deserve a fair media and a truthful media, and we don't have it. Yes, there are exceptions, rare ones, in both print and broadcast media, but we need more. Bad media, media that lies all the time, should be the exception, not the rule. Many people think that having a fair media is impossible in today's hyper-partisan world. I hope it isn't true, but sadly, if the current trend continues, there isn't much hope for a return to fairness.